It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. everywhere in the office and there is no sign of my books. I didn't expect to find them, of course. Mary did say by the time I listened to her journal they'd be burned. I was just hoping it... I was hoping it wasn't true. When a wise woman once told me that hope is no strategy and to build a plan you need strategy. So hope equals no strategy, no plan, it's just hope. I don't think it's quite fair that the Floriboris would keep their knowledge close to their chest. People could really be helped by knowing some of what's in those books. I understand I understand the desire for caution I mean, with elemental binding, but I mean, even that could be great boon to humanity. No, I'm not necessarily summoning and binding elementals, but the knowledge that such things exist and can be bound. Where would that knowledge take us? Abundant energy? I think that one thing alone would bring an end to so much suffering and stop so many wars. I would have to be worth it. No doubt every evil warlock throughout history has had the exact same grand ideas of helping the world and has ended up, well, you know, as an evil warlock instead of the world's saviour. So perhaps there's yet more I don't understand. How do I become a Floriborist? So I can legitimately learn this stuff. Anyway, I'm getting off track. The video analysis of the cafe has been running for nearly three weeks now, and thanks to artificial intelligence, I've narrowed the target days down to Thursday afternoon at 2pm and Saturday morning at 8.30am. The same tall blonde woman has entered or walked past Maria Antony the last three Thursdays and Saturdays. I can't be 100%, but if it isn't B then it is another statuesque blonde who carries herself with such grace. That might be the reason enough to hang out there anyway, actually. But I look seriously. I think Thursday afternoon is a time, because, though she carries herself gracefully, B occasionally seemed to limp. Or maybe you might call it, she sort of drags her left foot in an oddly awkward way. I wonder if she suffered nerve damage or something at some point. It's 1.45 and I'm at Anthony Maria. It's a fairly stand-looking chain cafe, trying its hardest to not look like a chain cafe. You can tell the carefully considered design features, uh, you know, made of cheap materials and look... I don't know, it looks staged. I think a real one-off mum and dad cafe wouldn't have this sort of cookie cutter mold look. Carefully chosen colour palettes, something trying to be designer furniture, but just not. So anyway, the last three Thursdays, B has been coming in here at two, or within a couple of minutes of that. Ah, thanks. I'll be recording again at two. In the meantime, I'm just gonna try and enjoy a coffee. Oh, holy crap. It is B. Okay, she's seen me and she's coming over. 
Uh, you look cautious, B. Are you worried about something? I was wondering how long I'd have to keep coming back here before you waited for me. Is it just you? You knew it would just be me. Oh, sit down. I think we need to talk. I'm surprised. I was expecting vitriol and venom. I didn't exactly leave you under the best circumstances. You left me and my friends to get torn up by Rakshasa. And that hasn't embittered you toward me. What do I have to do to get a rise out of you? I've had time to think, and I took the time to listen back to myself. Yeah, I'm recording this too. I... I don't hate you, and I... I think you actually need my help. I think you'll find I need nothing from you or anyone else for that matter. My motives are my own, and I am fully capable of carrying out my agenda on my own. Okay, where's Heidi? She's with an associate of mine. She's leveraged to get you to do what I want. I'm not going to do what you want, Bea. I'll do what you need. I know you're not hunting the demon. You're his pawn. You hate it. You don't understand demons in the slightest. And you sure don't understand Megardiel. Did you know their prime purpose is to breed? Demons are living things and they seek to reproduce like all living things. Buddha was right. There are no demons but those we conjure for ourselves. That's how they breed. Through us and our belief, fear and anger. You can either be one of the ones in fear and a victim of anger, or you can be one of the ones to cause it. Did your books have anything to say on the matter? The floribarologists took my books and burnt them. If you're still trying to get them, they're ash now. One of your new recruits? <laughs> yeah. Her name was even Mary Constance. Well, that sounds like a Catholic nun's name. She told you she was a floribarologist? She recorded a journal entry for me, and she... She and the books are gone. Do you think you can get in contact with her again? How do I get Heidi back? She should be free. You aren't leaving here until you tell me. <laughs> you aren't in a position to stop me if I choose to leave. B, this needn't turn into a contest. I've got nothing of value for you to leverage from me. Hell, I want to help you. Back then, I said I'd help you track down and defeat the demon. That offer still stands. Interesting. I think you might be able to help me after all. You need to get a taste of what you're up against, I think. I will tell you where Heidi is and how you can get to her. Yes, it's a trap. Magardiel is guarding her, but if you defeat her, she'll be all yours. Do you think she'll appreciate it? Now you're working hard to get me riled. I can help. I can help Heidi and I can help you. Tell me where she is, where my guardian is, and I'll take care of it. Will you be there? Of course I'll be there. How will I betray you if I'm not? I don't think you betrayed me. You did what you thought you had to. I didn't understand everything going on, and I still don't. But I know that people don't betray for the sake of betrayal. See, you don't know demons, do you? Where is she? First, you have to promise me something. What? Take this and keep it on you. Wear it around your neck with the crystal against your skin, near your heart. What? Isn't that the necklace that contained the demon originally? It is. But you say you want Heidi, and you say you want to help me. 
Then promise me you'll do as I ask. Okay, where's Heidi? Hospital. Why, which one? Why? Sisters of Mercy Private Hospital in Fremantle. She's been in a coma, and she'll wake up tonight at 8pm, just at the end of visiting hours. Why is she there? Room J45. You need to be there when she wakes and wear that necklace. And what the absolute? What the hell is that about? I feel so bloody... There's a tight, clenching feeling in the centre of my chest and my head, I don't know, swimming. Heidi has been lying in a hospital in a coma for the past, what, six months? B needs my help. Heidi needs my help. And Sasha... uh, I'm not surprised Tony and John have pulled out. I'd call them to help me out, but... I don't want John to hang up on me. Oh, if Venus was here. Oh. Okay. I've taken a moment to cool down and gain a bit of equilibrium. I'll summarize my position. I must find, and I guess, rescue Heidi. She's being held by B. The demon Margadiel? I definitely got the impression it was pretty important that I turn up tonight. Point two. B, I think, asked for help. I don't know if I can trust her. Who am I kidding? I can't trust her. She's been so damaged, she's like a coffee mug that had been dropped and then the pieces glued back together. I can make out the cracks, even if it still holds coffee. Um, where in this necklace? It looks... Like a cheap trinket you'd buy from a $2 shop, but it feels heavy. Much heavier than it should. I can't believe it is a cursed item. B is going to betray someone tonight, but I don't know if it will be me or the demon. I suspect this necklace is her way of placing bets in both directions. Last point, but quite significant. I know nothing about demons. Or rather... I know only what pop culture and a little research on dubious websites tells me. It may all be true, or none of it. So, that about sums it up. Here I am again, back to recording my thoughts before going off to meet my fate. Feels familiar, sort of circular. So what am I doing to get ready? Okay. Well, last time I had a plan organised by B, and last time... She gave away our ambush and then walked out. I'm sure she's doing the same thing tonight. So what can I do to turn the tables? I've got my armour. That's been one of the best investments I've ever made. I've got my silver, iron and wood knife. I've got pepper spray, taser, batten, steel and silver knuckles. And some of that true sight potion left. I'm running pretty low on allies though. I'm not sure that a holy symbol will work, but I... Tucked a crucifix, a Star of David, an Allah pendant, a Tory gate, and an eight-way path into my armour, just in case any of those have any significance. I think I probably have to actually have faith for them to work. But still, just one phone call to make, and then I'm off. Another hospital, 
another motorcycle helmet as excuse for my armor. It kind of looks like high-tech motorcycle, does this? Um, okay, I'm in corridor J. There's a bunch of open doors all the way down the hall. The first door is numbered 32, so 45 must be most of the way down the other end. The time is 7.58. I've got two minutes to kill, but visiting time is over at 8. So I'm going to hide in uh, room 38. Okay, so how do I prepare? How do I prepare for this? I mean, what, what's going to be in that room at the end of the hall? I'm going to use my true sight potion. Nothing odd about this room. Oh crap. What if this lets me see the true form of the demon? Was that a bad thing? I think it sounds like it should be. Do I have a soul? Is the demon going to try to steal it or something? I wonder if this is easier or harder for a religio. Okay, it's time to move. So glad you could make it. Beatrice Litchfield, you never fail to please. I wouldn't do anything silly just now. Huh? What? Laney? Heidi. I do trust you brought the books. Beatrice said she made you promise that you'd bring them. B? What? You did make a promise to me. You didn't break it, did you? No, of course not. Well, what choice did I have? Holy crap! Well? What's going on? Was I in an accident? Give it to her. Yeah, yeah, I promised. Here. You're gonna need this. A chain? You asked what I promised to bring, so you'll need this. Beatrice, is this your idea of a joke? Mm. You're going to find it very unfunny. And you, watch to see what happens to those who piss me off. Have mercy on my soul, for I am a penitent sinner. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Give me. Sasha, you made it. B, you, you okay? Heidi? What's going on? I'm so weak. It feels like a cat vomited into my mouth and then died. Heidi, are you okay? I can't believe you're okay. I, I love you. Well there, brother. Last I remember, you were a major dickwad. And what happened to Laney? We all need to get out of here. Magardiel will be on her way. Here, I'll, I'll help you. B is out in the reception with Sasha. Heidi, oh, she's gone home. I'm still shaking from the adrenaline. Well, what was all that about? I'll try to recount what happened. I'm going to want to come back and listen to this again. So I went into the hospital room. Heidi was just stirring. She was lying in a bed with an IV in her arm. I mean, she looked weak and sallow, but I'm otherwise okay. B, with her straight blonde hair hanging flat and neat like she'd just finished brushing it, was standing on the other side of the bed. The door closed behind me and I only quickly glanced over my shoulder at that time. It was a short, dark-haired woman in a lab coat. A doctor, I assume. When I turned to look at her properly, 
Oh, God. I saw my guardian in what I assume is her true form. It was like, it was like there was a superimposed image. I'll describe it as best I can before the image fades from memory. She, and I use that term only because B did, I've no other reason to assign gender, and I doubt demons have any. Well, she was tall. Her head almost touched the ceiling. She was maybe about two and a half metres. Massively muscled. Obscene, it looked. Probably around 400 kilos. Her skin was dark blood red with motley white patches. She had damp, snake-like hair that moved on its own. Folded behind her with her obligatory large bat wings. Her hair seemed to run down the back and she had a snake for a tail. Like an actual snake. Not, not like one that looked like a snake. It looked at me in my eyes. She had one foot like a great cat and one foot like a goat. She wore no clothes and had no genitals. But she did have six nipples like, like a cat or a dog. Can't imagine them being anything more than aesthetic, though. I mean, do, do demon babies suckle milk? I'm not surprised Tony didn't want to talk about it when he saw his nonna. Look, I gave her the necklace that B made me promise to bring. My guardian recognised it. I think it must have been the one she was originally trapped in. I don't know if it was just a necklace or if B's petition for forgiveness and affirmation of Jesus Christ. But my guardian screamed, lightning crackled all over her body. She lunged for me and knocked me back. She raised a clawed hand, ready to strike me down, when Sasha came to the rescue again and bashed her with a fire extinguisher on the back of her head. My guardian fell. Just the dark-haired doctor was left. She was breathing when we hurried out. Oh, I'm glad I didn't have to kill her. Sasha was late. I'd hoped to meet her before coming in, but... She came through with the fire extinguisher again. That seems to be her go-to move. I'm just glad we have such strict fire safety laws. You faced a demon. You saw its true form and lived. You shouldn't be facing such things without any knowledge to back you up. I've been listening to season one again and keeping up to date with your current podcast releases. It makes it nice and easy to keep an eye on you. I think the Order lacks an appreciation for the full context of what you are doing. I can't promise anything, but I'm petitioning for assistance for you, or at least sanctuary. Stay strong and have faith. It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be released at the same time next week. The novel of Exit Plan Season 1 will be released at the end of March 2019. If you would like to help support the production of this and future works, please consider buying a copy or recommending it to a friend. Thank you to Natalie Berrin for the voice of Sasha, Carly Nichols for the voice of Mary, Hem Cleveland as Beatrice, Cherie Hughes as Margardy Allen, Pip Hughes as Heidi. 
To keep up to date follow at Gravity Undone on Twitter or Facebook and consider checking out our new podcast, Space Brains, a sci-fi movie review show at Space Brains Pod on Twitter.